Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Alphilam. This is the Goody Jar Blog presents Story Time with Naya, episode two, y'all, season one. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate the love. If y'all didn't know, that's my song playing in the background. It's, it's called Shut Up. It's available on all digital streaming platforms. So go get that. Shut up. Just sometimes you got to tell somebody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I got the song for that. <laughs> but anyways, y'all, I got a lot to talk about today. Um, you know, this is still an introduction, introductory phase for everyone. So let me just go ahead and introduce myself. I am a writer, vocalist, sometimes actress. I got a little IMDb account now. I don't, I, I say this humbly, but Google me now. I got a little bit on my Google now. But, um, but my main hats are I'm a vocalist, songwriter, and writer. And I have this amazing um, blog that is on www.nyagood.com. All that information is in the details below this video and on the podcast that is streaming on all platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you know, the whole gang, gang, gang. Last time on episode one, I told y'all that I started Storytime because of Mrs. Martinez, one of my favorite librarians um, ever, my, my, I think my only favorite librarian. And um, I forgot to mention that there was this really amazing bookstore in Texas of, a couple years ago um, that I also used to uh, read, uh, uh, volunteer for story time for every Saturday, reading to the kids. So that was really fun for me. I still have some pictures of that. Um, I might do a throwback Thursday whenever I drop this uh, podcast. But um, that was something else that I really love to do for as long as the, uh, for about as, as long as I had started going to the store and then story time started shortly after that. I had always been there every Saturday reading to the kids. So I just love the art of storytelling, whether you know it's for us adults, which this is an adult podcast or for children. And I might start one for kids because I really get into like the kid, the children's books and things like that. But anyway, so that's what story time is all about. We're telling stories up here and then talking about a little bit of pop culture stuff and things of that nature. And also know that there is a video component to this video, to this podcast for all my listeners that are, um, you know, listening via the other streaming platforms that do not have video. You can see me in action on YouTube. All right. So today. OK, so like I said, this is still the introductory phase. But um, so I always start off with a story from my personal experience. Some of them might be anonymous from other people. Who knows? But this one um, has something to do with me. And so listen, make sure you don't have any secret haters on your team, okay? Because people be really disguised well these days. It's crazy. Um, familiarity will lead you to turning a blind eye to bullshit straight up. So... Uh, you know, stay focused. I mean, and there's no way to know, but you got to just sometimes just sit back and reflect and see if you're receiving everything that you need from a specific, you know, friendship. And in this case, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, you might ignore some things. Some friends, you know, they get jealous over other friendships. Those are toxic situations. You know, friends that kind of low key don't, you know, like it when you're out doing things without them and stuff like that. That's not healthy. That is not healthy. And friends who try to vagina block you is not healthy either. So I had a friend, I had a friend, and this time I'm not gonna slip up and say any names, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna slip up, all right? But if you know me um, and I was close to you, then you probably heard this story because it it's a couple of these stories because this shit was crazy. But, um. I had a friend who innately and secretly wanted all the masculine energy in my life. Like, it was like anytime I received attention from men, she would try to get in front of it in a weird kind of way. It was just weird. You know, the first couple times I think I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then there was a the, the, the last times that it happened, I had to just kind of like really fall back. And there's some friends that you might have to do that from. You could have been friends for years, but if there's no serving or anything, or maybe it's just toxic energy that don't even realize what's going on. But if you're evolving and you notice that there's some things that are not evolving in your friendships, you might need to keep it pushing. 
Anyways, one time this friend cheated on her husband and slept with my cousin. Now I'm telling stories from my perspective. This is not exposing whatever, whatever. I'm not ba ba ba. Um, <laughs> I'm just telling stories from the truth. But, you know, and I, you know, whatever. I, I'm not the woman that is for all that cheating on your husband shit. That's not my thing. Um, I'm not gonna support you. There was a whole. I made sure I reprimanded that situation. But um, it, it, you know, I made sure I not reprimanded, but I made sure I made it known that that's not something that I'm gonna support. You know, I didn't mean get with him during the the situation. I mean, if you you know, if you was really talking about a divorce, then do it. But anyways, shit transpired. Shit transpired. Then she hit me up one day and she said, "Hey, I'm coming down there this weekend, but I'm not kicking it with you. Um, so don't expect that we gonna have any like girl time. It's all about." me kicking it with your cousin. And I was like, what? Shit was ignorant. It was stupid. And it was so petty um, that that had to be a situation. Like, what you think? What do you mean? What? So if y'all are together, what? It's gonna, no, 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 no. That is that, to me, that just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know how y'all feel. Let me know in any of the comments, but in my opinion, and like I said, I filmed this from home. So some, and my window is right there. So I be seeing shit and I done seen this one tow truck drive back and forth a hundred times. I hope they not like stalking somebody's car. <laughs> That's just crazy. But anyways, anyways. Um, it was just kind of like, it just rubbed me the wrong way. It was kind of weird. Like now I'm just trying to be in front of being with your, you know, cousin. I can't be your friend and we can't kick it at all because I am focused on trying to reel this one in. It was just, it was incredible. Um, I, I thought that was crazy. Eventually I ended up canceling that whole situation. Trust me on this. <laughs> I had to let that go. Cause first of all, if we can't just all be cool and you not come down there talking about, oh, um, I'm not going to kick it with you. I'm only going to be over here for today and don't even try to get my, it was like really, and she kept, and she hold, held true to that. If you're wondering if she did not hold true to that, she really did hold true to that. It was, it was crazy to me. Um, yeah. Then... Listen, you can't travel with everybody. We went on a trip to Puerto Rico. This was after the marriage had officially dissolved because it did eventually dissolve. There was no relationship with my cousin. Um, then we went to Puerto Rico and we ended up linking with some people. Listen, if you travel with me, good things happen. I don't know. Anytime I travel, I just end up having like something exciting happening in my vibration, whether it's, you know, you know, just, just, and, and it's always up echelon. So anyways, we ended up running into these, this guy and this girl who just had the most access. Long story short, we ended up going to an international, uh, uh, NBA basketball game and we were like front row. We were like front row floor seats. It was lit because the, the guy that specifically had come up to me, um, his brother played for the basketball team, the Arecibo Puerto Rican basketball team or whatever. NBA basketball team. I'm not going to name any names now. I still remember the basketball player's name. I'm not going to name any names now. And this is not like early 20s. This is like late 20s. So I like I had, you know, I wasn't hyped up about it. I just was enjoying the experience. Now, other people were hyped up. They were excited. They were on. Oh, my God. Like this is, you know, so, you know, you know, it was it was it was going to be like that anyways. The, like I said, we had the, we were at the front lines of this situation. So at the end of the game, the basketball player asked, who wants to sit up front with me as we drive to go to the next spot that we was going to go to? Well, let me tell you, homegirl, she almost fell down to get <laughs> to that front seat. Okay. I remember hearing like a, a, a sh you know, a scuffle happen on the passenger side of it. Cause I wait, I was on the passenger side already. I was already on the passenger side. I remember, oh my God. And she was on the driver's side and he had asked who wants to, <laughs> who wants to be on the passenger side of his car? So I was already on the passenger side. Homegirl almost damn near fell. There was a, I, I heard some sh some shit and she made her way to that passenger side. I remember I was just looking at the action like, oh, okay, that's excessive. <laughs> 
So she got to the passenger side. I'm sitting in the back seat with the trophy, I might add, <laughs> and the other people. So, or the other person. Um, and so, um, yeah, so that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, and then she was in a relationship at the time too. So it just seemed like every time we get together, you know, whatever, whatever, but it didn't matter. It just seemed like the energy around it. You know, the energy around somebody, if they're doing all that extra, I was already on the, let me emphasize, I was already on the passenger side. Um, so it didn't make any sense for anybody to be, and I already was interested in someone else. So it didn't make any sense for anybody to be breaking their neck to go to the passenger side of the vehicle to sit next to a basketball player. Anyways, listen, if you know me personally, I have so many more details on that entire experience, but I'm not here to talk about that part. I'm just trying here to really emphasize that sometimes there's friends that really just do weird things. And sometimes you sweep it under the rug because you really want to rock with them. But sometimes you need to pay attention to that shit because it could be red flags all over the place. The last resort for me <laughs> was here recently. Um, I took a little trip to Houston and, you know, I ended up meeting somebody and we actually ended up, you know, deciding to see each other the next day, uh, just to see if, you know, we wanted to, you know, converse or whatever. But I also invited my friend and her husband. Mind you, and I'm skipping a part. I had traveled to Virginia Beach uh, like a, a year ago and I met this guy and I think I might've shared his Instagram information with my friend and she went and followed him on Instagram. I remember I went to, and I hadn't even followed him yet. That's what was so crazy. <laughs> I had went to the Instagram page to check on him and all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay. And I remember asking, I'm like, why did you follow the person that um, I just met. What is that? Well, I just wanted to check on him and see what was going on. That was weird because first of all, I hadn't even followed her new husband. So, and I, I'm not even, you know, I'm not the kind of friend that is into, yeah, I mean, whatever, if yeah, I'm not, but you know, I hadn't even followed her husband. And I think we had just kind of reconnected on a, you know, Facebook, Instagram situation. So I'm like, um, you know, cause we had had a couple breakups, let me tell you, <laughs> it's really over this time, but, <laughs> but it was just kind of crazy. So that that had just happened in Virginia Beach. And then flash forward just a couple months later, I go to Houston and then I run into this guy and you know, we we link, we meet at this uh, really, really dope lounge in Houston. And I remember she was trying to kind of talk, kind of talk to him too, but I'm not the type of woman that really gets too caught up in that kind of stuff unless I really feel like it's me. And plus I must've just really had like blinders on to just weird shit with, with her, but still kind of cognizant of it. Um, so then we ended up going to Dave and Buster's the next day, her husband <laughs> and her and me. And then we go up there. I do not know what in the hell happened, but a big argument between her and her husband broke out. And when we all met up at the table at Dave and Buster's, <laughs> it was really strange because it was like, um, she immediately, when he walked up to the table, the guy that I came there to meet, she's like, hey, what's your name? Where you from? I mean, and she was looking really aggressive about it. Like, oh, oh, what's your name? Who your name? And I remember even her husband was wondering like, what in the hell is going on? Why are you so aggressive with this guy that, you know, Naya and we're all just meeting. So we ended up having to split up ellipse on that story like i'm gonna tell stories but i'm not gonna get too heavy but because i want to focus on me it's not about what happened with their relationship it was about what happened between me and them but just know that this shit was just it was just i was just like why are you so you know focused on trying to where you at where you, who do you where, where are you from where you came from and what are you doing and who you want what you want my friend whoa whoa, whoa. we don't need to do that we're grown here anyways it was just it was just interesting, you know, to um, experience that, you know. Uh, I definitely would love to hear people's feedback. You know, do was it just, uh, what was it about, honestly? <laughs> I know what it was about, but from your perspective, because I love to get different people's perspectives. What could, what could that have possibly been about? My bad, I just kicked my camera that's in front of me for the video portion of the podcast. But that's that story about that. So like I said, just sometimes you might need to just go ahead and allow yourself to see things for, you know, what they are. If there's too many weird occurrences, 
especially of that kind of like situation, then keep it pushing. There's no reason to have, I mean, for people to be feeling like they need to be, as a friend, be worried so much about who you're talking to and this and that and following them on Instagram and nobody else even followed them yet. It was just crazy. So, you know, keep a, keep a, just stay focused, love your people. But if there's a couple red flags, sometimes we choose to ignore things. We have to sometimes see if what we're ignoring is hurting us. And anything that hurts us, we have to just eliminate from our vibration because it really just distracts us from the things that we're really supposed to be, you know, really manifesting and focusing on. Anyway, so that's the, that's the main story of Storytime with Naya for episode two. Um, of this podcast, you know, I've got a lot of crazy situations as I'm, you know, um, you know, on, uh, planning these episodes, just kind of not necessarily reactivating anything that is going to bother me, but just, you know, just <laughs> thinking about the things that have transpired good, bad, and, you know, not so great. It's just so fascinating. And I'm sure this is the same for a lot of people in their experience. You know, when you just reflect on the things that you, you just have, you know, experienced in your life, it's it's quite fascinating. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and get to the next segment. I like to kind of check on the weather sometimes. I like to, you know, and as of today, I forgot to tell you guys, it is March 27th. So by the time this podcast comes out, this, you know, weather report will have be, uh, I guess the temperatures and the things will have kind of shifted, but I try to do it for the whole week too, just for fun. It ain't no serious, you know, weather report or whatever. It's just a little, just see what's happening. You know, look up at the sky sometimes, see what's going on in other, the other places of the world. All right. So here in Atlanta, it is 79 degrees today and it actually felt really good today here on March 27th. Really, really high. I had on shorts with a nice little, you know, long sweater type fringe situation. But it's 79 degrees. And for the rest of the week from here, Saturday to next Saturday, it's going to be about 70, 60s. But on Thursday, it's going to drop down to 50, 54 from 70 here on March 27th. <laughs> I got to tell you, Atlanta knows how to do it, doesn't it? And then not in a not so far city, Savannah is going to be a little bit kind of the same with the same kind of 88s right now. And then it's going to fluctuate throughout the week from 60 to 50 all the way to next Friday. And today is March 27th, Saturday. So that kind of gives you a little bit. Miami is just as beautiful as you as, as ever. Nice, wonderful temperatures, 80s, 70s down the board. Consistency! Consistency. Thank you, Miami. Another place that shows such wonderful consistency is my beautiful hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Shout out to Vegas. I love it there. It is 73 degrees as of right now. And from here, um, Saturday, March 27th to let's say Thursday this coming up week. It's going to be, oh my God, 70s, 80s, sun shining. It's consistent in Vegas. Like, I really be just like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to pack this shit up and go home. L.A., L.A. is chilling, but you know that nothing's open in L.A. So it's just good temps, great temperatures across the board from now until next Saturday. Wonderful, wonderful temperature, 70s and 80s. Um, and, and my other place that I love to claim, Austin and Fort Hood, um, about 70s and 80s from here Saturday to next Saturday with a little dip Wednesday, Thursday. So there's going to be like a cool dip all across the country on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. So don't put your sweater away yet because uh, she she's still shifting, Mother Earth. She's still shifting. Now let's go to another country, Montego Bay. <sighs> Jamaica. And I don't give a shit what they talk about. I'm traveling. I'm going to figure it out. Vaccine or no vaccine test or no vaccine, but we're going to talk about that later. 81 degrees. And um, it's going to be like that all till, till uh, next Saturday as of Saturday, March 27th. But it's going to be kind of raining on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 40% chance, but still 80 degrees. I mean, it doesn't ever shift there ever, does it? 
Anyways, that's my little not so serious weather report, just to kind of get you guys uh, tracking on what's going on across the world, because the weather's be fluctuating. And then sometimes when you cut on the weather app, it'll say something like unhealthy air quality. Be on the lookout for that. I've seen that a couple times here in Atlanta. I, what the fuck do you mean unhealthy air quality? Listen, if anybody knows any information on the unhealthy air quality situation, let me know, because I don't really quite know what unhealthy air quality means but if you ever log onto the weather channel or the weather app sometimes it'll have that in like small letters so be on the lookout for that okay anyways this is another song of mine if you hear it in the background called light as a feather i just or actually it's called feather but the hook is light as a feather look i don't even know the name of my own song but it's called feather it's also available on all digital platforms i just released it a couple weeks ago it's more of a love song. Shut Up was kind of, you know, aggressive. Um, and Light as a Feather is kind of just light and vibrational. So make sure you check that out on all digital platforms. Now, for the next segment, debunking the Breakfast Club. Also, before we get into that, make sure you guys have your drink with you and take a toast for yourself. Sip, sip. I'm sipping on a little something. If you have the video portion of this on YouTube, you'll see, you know, me with my drink. But, you know, this is a, um, you know, rated R podcast. Get your drink, get your ganja, whatever you feel like. Or if you're just listening to me in the background at home, you know, you know. <laughs> just know I'm chilling for you if you're at work or doing anything that's serious. All right, so jumping right back into this debunking the Breakfast Club segment. Last uh, episode, I told you guys that this is a segment that I just basically kind of just take something that they said that I don't fuck with and kind of just talk about it. I'm just, I keep my ear to the streets, but just I, I balance it out not so, so that I'm not completely not knowing what's going on, but I also don't want to be consumed with what's going on. So I keep a balance of, you know, keeping my ear and eyes to the streets. And Breakfast Club is one of my, uh, you know, out there platforms that, I, of course, I'm going to listen to so I can see what's popping. And this week, ya boy, <laughs> see the God, he is always he does this every week though at least once a week he boasts about how he finally stopped cheating on his wife who he's been with for a couple decades now he's always boasting about how he finally stopped cheating on her after four years i'm sorry after after all these years and he's been faithful for the last four years Ugh. like are you i mean i how can you be with somebody over like decades and be excited for not uh, be hurting them for the last four? Like this shit is ridiculous, bro. Like, and so that's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's ludicrous to me. It's absurd to me. If y'all like, that's nothing to be excited about, man. If you, you weren't ready to be completely like in a monogamous situation and faithful, then, you know, be free as a bird. I don't understand what, what you're doing here. You like her so much, you want her to be your home chick, but you also want to, or have a polygynous relationship. I don't understand. That's just so silly to me. And he's silly to me, but whatever. I don't want to cross any, you know, lines of just crazy slander or anything, but I'm just like, he's just silly to me to constantly boast about that. Then recently, and that's just my debunking the Breakfast Club uh, segment. Uh, you know, sometimes it could be longer, but I just wanted to really just kind of like, and be like, what the fuck? What are, you, what are you talking about? Stop, make choices. I don't understand. It's too, you know, you can build your lifestyle however you want. There's no reason to hurt people in the process. Hello? Anyways. <laughs> That's so crazy. I was looking at a thread, just to segue to this. I was looking at a thread on Instagram recently and the thread said something like women who are crying are trying to trick you into some type of crazy shit, right? And I was like, what? So now when women cry, they're trying to play with you. They're trying to get you to, I mean, maybe there's some women that use that type of situation. I'm not going to knock that, but I don't understand why it has to be. I mean, and I'm talking about, there were several people that were saying, several men that were saying this, like this was actually like, oh yeah, just every time they see a woman cry, just nah, bitch, you're lying. 
<laughs> you're lying. There's no way I hurt you. There's just no way. So there's actual, uh, have men, my question is, is, have men become so toxic that they really think that um, if a woman cries, she's, you know, playing and lying. They don't believe she's actually hurt. And so again, that just leads me to my blog that I wrote a couple of weeks ago called Do Men Love Angry Women? Like if she's crying and she's showing that soft side of her where she just, you know, was hurt, now she's trying to manipulate you. But if she burned your house down, <laughs> and I just want to, you know, shout out to one of my favorite female MCs, may she rest in power, Left Eye, a Gemini. <laughs> if she burned your house down, then, uh, oh, does that show you that she might have, well, I might have really pissed her off. Like, I mean, it's like men don't want you to cry. They, you know, I, you know, I even shed some tears, uh, you know, over a situation that had happened because it actually did hurt me. And it's almost, it's like, they really think that you just, you know, they don't even say, listen, I, 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 I know you're crying, blah, 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 but are you okay you know, it's just like the nurturing part of them when a woman is 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 showing, you know, that type of emotion is just gone. And 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 now men just think, oh, she bullshit, <laughs> she bullshitting. So when she, a woman is soft and she shows that kind of feeling, she's bullshitting. But if she burn your house down, she crazy. So women not at hurt at all <laughs> by something that you know you did, or or and it might just be in the in a man's mind, they're really not they're not hurting anybody. They just living their life. We don't know. But again, just I, like I said, I wrote an article about that. It's available in the Goody Jar blog on my website at www.nyagood.com. Like, check it out. It's just, it's absurd that there's actual men commenting on Instagram threads saying, nah, give her, give her an Emmy. I think I saw DJ Clue comment up there. Yeah. She acting and playing and shit. Like, no, uh, and I, I mean, most times, if a, most times, if a woman is crying, she's actually hurt, because that's you know a way that emotion is expressed. If you're hurt, crying. What the fuck are y'all talking about out here? Men are, uh, men have become so toxic that they don't even know. Please see your therapist and stop playing. Like, there's lots of things that you could do if you are in a space where just things that are wrong. Uh, you know, the, you know, when you're actually doing things to hurt people, you just, and they bring it to your attention, you just opposed to that idea as if it just does not exist. It's crazy. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Y'all gotta stop playing out here, men. And women too. There's women out here to do it, but when I'm not talking to them right now, I'm talking to men. I don't date women, so I'm not gonna be talking to chastising women right now. It's not that hour. I'm talking about men out here hurting women, acting like a woman not supposed to cry, and then making it seem like you would rather than burn your house down. This shit is getting ridiculous. All right? All right. So, I got a couple announcements <laughs> and a, a few po pop culture topics that I want to hit on that have transpired this week. All right? Let me just get my little notes together and listen to this vibe real quick. This is a dope-ass instrumental I found on SoundCloud, actually. Check it out while I get my um while I get my notes together. Mm. Right. I love that. That's a nice vibe. One of these days, I'm gonna get up here and scat for y'all. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a dope freestyling. I'm a vocalist, not a rapper. So I ain't gonna be freestyling no, no rap. But uh, when it comes to these vocals, I gets busy, homie. I gets busy. All right. So as I've been saying throughout this podcast. My website is www.nayagood.com. Check me out. That's where you can find all of my content, my articles, my in the Goody Jar blog, and then my stories in the Sensual Mini Series. I don't know if y'all know this, but I wrote an erotic mini series last year. Some very sexy and sensual things. It's called the Sensual Mini Series. So don't be looking for no um, S and M Christian Grey type stuff. This is sensual and sexy. Uh, something like the Black 
couples artwork from back in the day that all our parents used to have in their their homes that kind of vibe all of those are available at www.nyaga.com i also narrated my sensual mini series and i narrated some of my more recent um articles that i've written on in the goodyjarblog.com all of those videos are available on the two playlists of the same name on youtube which is where the video version of this podcast Storytime with Naya will be available so go check it out also on my website i have all my music uh links all my music is available on all my uh, all digital platforms so check that out um, when you get the chance now. Also, I'm also um, starting to do some professional proofreading. If you guys know anybody that needs somebody that loves to read and be the, uh, the, the, the grammar police for real, I'm your girl, all right? Um, the details of that are on my website too. Just hit me up. I do it all as far as this writing and reading go. I don't know if y'all know, but I got a little, my institutionalized degree. And I say that because, you know, people weaponize their degrees all the time. And I try to be really weaponized and act as if that's the only thing that determines intelligence. So I just be like, that's where I got my institutionalized joint joint from is in radio and television broadcasting. I've, I've interned with Town Square Media. I worked at PBS and CBS and Telemundo before. So I got a little bit of a background now, a little bit of background on radio and television broadcasting. Um, yeah, so check me out. I, I, I love reading and writing and I love uh, being the grammar police uh, for myself. So I can do it for you for a low price, just hit me up. <laughs> also, I am a brand ambassador for Slutty Vegan. Did I say vegan? <laughs> as you were, as they would say in the military uh, when they fucked up. <laughs> um, I'm a brand ambassador for Slutty Vegan, so I just wanna give them a shout out. If you are in Atlanta, um, check them out. She is booming, Miss Pinky Cole. She got freaking Slutty Vegans all over the place and she got Bar Vegan at Pond City Market, which is a vibe. You have a cocktail and go over there and get you a vegan Philly cheesesteak at Dinkies. Check it out. All the uh, Slutty Vegan locations are lit. I mean, and each one has something different. Listen, you always wanna check on Slutty Vegan Instagram before you go to any location. Okay, because they sometimes their menus are different. They change them up too. So go always go to the freaking Instagram first because then you will know, all right, what they got at this location, what they got at that location. Each location is different now. All right, so. Then some pop culture news. Let's see. I feel like this is gonna be a shorter episode. I thought I was gonna get really, really, really expressive with that story at the beginning, but um, <laughs> I'm trying not to put too much business out there. I think I already put too much, but hey, it's my story too, <laughs> okay? Lest we not forget that is my story too. But like I said, I wasn't trying to put too much out there. Now, in pop culture news, there's a couple things I want to talk about. I don't know if y'all know, but Little Nas X, ya boy, I guess. Um, he just put out this wild ass new song. Listen, go Google it. I'm not gonna say all the words and shit on my podcast. This is, I just want to point out because um, this shit is crazy. And I love that Angela Stanton was talking about this on her on her. Um, listen, I cover. I'm just gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you avenues to go research on your own. I'm the. I, listen, my show, like how the Breakfast Club covers all their bullshit in that that media world, I'm gonna point you to the people that I rock with, um, and make sure you're following at the Angela Stanton uh, King, because she, I love her points of views on things, especially as far as especially how these things are moving in this industry. Okay, um, it's it's pretty crazy, and 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 politics and and everything. But this time she was talking about. Uh, the little Nas X situation, and let me—I gotta tell you that um, video is really, really, really crazy. Like it's—it's it's not a healthy video. <laughs> it's not a healthy video. It's not okay. The video is not healthy, um, and he's—I I am under the impression that he's not that healthy. The motherfucker fell from 
you know, what you all identify as heaven and had sex with Satan. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. And his target demographic and his, you know, the people that he is targeting are children. So you do the math. This is ridiculous. And I don't give a fuck about what is, listen, I'm not here to talk about his sexual preference. I'm here to talk about the idea that he's putting in the video about good versus evil and all this wild shit. Like this shit is getting be coming out of hand. Like it's basically saying, hey, just be a just be wicked and good is just out the window. There is no good. And you better just, you know, succumb to, you know, uh allowing your soul and your energy to be absorbed by what? Negative wicked influences? I mean, what is this guy doing? And then all the other shit that was coming out after it, I guess he got some sneakers. Like I said, I stay balanced when I'm I'm taking in what's going on out here in the matrix, out here in the 3D. You know, I, I, I use balance. So if you guys want really more details on all the shit that he actually put out with this new song and video, go to his bullshit, his Instagram and all his shit, go over there. But I gotta tell you, this shit is wild. And like I said, um, you know, I don't get, I'm not here to talk about necessarily his sexuality, him right now. Uh, I'm just wondering why he's pushing out this wicked ass shit. This shit is not fun and exciting. But then, I know I just said that, but the only reason why I even first, the first time I saw this image of uh, that character um, is because I had a follower post an image of him and say, uh, get ready, all niggas is gonna be gay soon, okay? And then there was an also another post before that that said, uh-oh, here come all the homophobic comments with more images of Little Nas, the character, um, and his new images and all his new shit for his new video, right? And so, you know, like I said, I'm not here to talk about his sexuality specifically, but I gotta tell you, um, <laughs> What the fuck do you mean that all niggas is going to be gay now? And then going to say that that's homophobic if we are in opposition to that. No, that's not, that's not homophobic. And let's be clear. A phobic is a fear. Okay. That's what a phobic or a phobia is. It's a fear. Is anybody in fear of their life over somebody's sexuality? No. Okay, now not, not me specifically, not from that perspective. Now, now as far as uh, the fear of the lifestyle stopping creation, that's a different situation. But this again, there's no fear in that either. So let's not call everything a phobia if it's not a fucking phobia. Okay, and if we're gonna call some shit a phobia, what about blackophobia? That's a real thing. Okay. Anyways, back back on the subject though. Um, yeah. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me um, that somebody would say all oh, niggas is going to be gay soon. And then they got an image of this little Nas X, this young, this young man who pushes this, his, his content to young kids. And then you're going to post a comment saying, oh, yeah, and all niggas is going to be gay soon. That was crazy to me. And, and, and I have every right as a woman who loves, you know, men to say, well, wait a minute. No, that can't be true. And why are you? Why? Why is that got to be the, the direction? <laughs> Why does that have to be the direction? No, no, no. Just let the do whoever likes that situation be that. But it doesn't have to be an oh everybody situation. That's when it becomes like a wait a minute. Let's let's calm down. Let's calm down. You understand? But um, but yeah. So um, yeah. That that was crazy to me. I, I would love to hear you all's thoughts. Like I said, when I post these videos, I invite comments. You know, whatever. Just know if you get crazy, I'm gonna get crazy too. <laughs> I got a story coming up about my former trolling ways, and um, and and aside from trolling on the internet, I'm like that in real life. So I'm not. You know, listen. I just. I just like to have open conversations. We don't have to take things. We don't have to, to escalate things. But, you know, if you don't, if you disagree, I'm open to that is what I'm saying. But don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. But that shit was, that, that shit was crazy to me. Anyways, another topic that I want to talk about that I had an epiphany about is that, um, and I was trying to get my screen to not time out so that I could go through these daggone instrumentals in peace. 
but my phone is so weird. iPhone is just crazy to me. But anyways, um, especially the new one. I told you guys I got a new phone the other day and I had, I'm very a minimalist when it comes to electronics. Like seriously, I'm not the one that's gonna go get the new phone every two days and every, you know. So I had an iPhone 6 Plus for a long time, but then something happened where I lost my phone, but then I got the other phone back and I ended up having to get an iPhone 11. And, I gotta tell you, they at Apple, they can stop doing some of the shit that they're doing. They don't have to keep all, I mean, they try to, oh, a new phone, but they put the home button over here. Ah, <laughs> iPhone 27, but they got the camera. Like, just keep the shit in the place. Cause I really wish they would have kept the home button on the more current models because it just makes sense. And then you gotta double tap the phone. And then you can't even turn the phone off anymore on these newer models. So I'm just like, just stop it. You know, we really don't need a new phone every year, you know, but <laughs> look what y'all done. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> the tech kids. Um, another thing I wanted to point out is that um, are people getting tested after taking the vaccine? Or, or is it just assumed that this virus that you guys were so in fear of is just gone after the vaccine? I really want to see, I have not heard emphasis on that at all. All I keep hearing is take the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I'm not hearing anybody talk about um, getting a test after the vaccine, right? It only makes sense. <laughs> I believe that, A, if people were to start getting tested all over the world after getting the vaccine, instead of just assuming that this alleged and, and, and whatever uh, PSYOP virus is gone, that then it would prove that the tests were tampered with to show positive results in some spaces and some tests didn't. You know, I just think it was all just crazy. But why aren't people getting tested again after the vaccine? The tests were so emphasized before. Remember, everybody was like, I, I gotta get tested. Right now, there's a casting company that keeps hitting me up with all kind of, uh, you know, things to do, but I'm not trying to respond to it because of the, te you know, the test. They're still requiring te tests. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. Are people, I had that thought. Like I said, in the comments, let me know what you think. Are they? And if you have gotten tested after the vaccine, let me know. Because notice they're not talking about that. And I think that's a another puzzle, a piece to the puzzle, as far as, you know, people understanding that this whole situation was actually kind of, it, no, 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 it was orchestrated. It's a PSYOP. And everything has been pointing towards it, but people really, really, really have put all of their trust in organizations that you know, are preying on that, you know, but, um, Hey, don't let me try to beat a dead horse. Uh, if you want more details on those things, the information is extra is definitely out there. Um, prior to me even being led and guided to the brother, uh, Pharaoh, uh, uh, young Pharaoh. And I guess I kind of want to just call him Pharaoh cause young, who cares? <laughs> Pharaoh, but, um, you know, you know, um, yeah. Uh, there were all kind of things out there, but he, the way he really has everything on his Nation website, you can really just go there and really, if you need an answer to your question, there's, you know, all kind of information that he provides that I really am always telling people to go to. Because if you watch the news and you trust them, why the fuck are you scared of it? And then they try to make it seem like, then they try to demonize YouTube, people that use YouTube as a platform to put information out. As if, oh, it's the platform's fault. Wait a minute, but CBS got people up there putting information out that's not healthy at all. But y'all are okay with it because it's CBS. But because a motherfucker uses YouTube as their platform, then, oh, those are YouTube scientists. <laughs> you people are something else. Stop playing. Anyways. Um, I was going to introduce a new segment, but I'm going to go ahead and introduce that in the next episode. I kind of just had that thought today. I don't want to delve into that, especially since it's going to be a spiritual segment. You know, just not nothing, nothing too heavy. Don't get crazy. You know, you know, we're going to be talking about crystals and the moon and astrology, but I'm going to soon introduce that segment. Um, I just had a note on my notes to, you know, talk about that eventually. Um, but getting right in, jumping, jumping right back into the next segments. You know, I love reading. 
This is story time with Naya on March 27th, Saturday, March 27th, episode two. Coming out in a couple days when I make the announcement of the new podcast. But I love reading. And so I'm going to be reading books every episode, or at least about uh, reading a passage from a book on every episode. And it's just going to be random. There's not going to be any uh, method to my madness. Like I said, this is a story time with Naya. The Goody Jar blog presents a story time with Naya, a plethora of delicious stories and topics. So it's always going to be random, you know, and just a bunch of exciting different things to talk about. Um, and so, and a lot of, and some storytelling, of course. And so I just wanted to, uh, read a passage from this book because my next topic is kind of around this book, actually. Um, hair story. Um, this was one of the first kind of like pieces of literature that I read. Um, that was kind of like, I guess you want to call a conscious piece of literature. This is one of the first um, pieces of literature written by Ayanna D. Bird and Lori L. Tharps. Hair Story, Untangling the Roots of Black Hair in America. And so real quick, I just want to read a passage because it's story time with Naya. And um, this is on page 120. It's about the dreaded appeal. As you can see from the last episode, I got my locks hanging today. Um, I just got this color added after never having color. Shout out to one of my locticians at Miss Lady Locks. I love my new color. So I wanted to get into the passage and a hair story about a, a quick passage because the actual chapter is a little bit longer, right? But this passage specifically, I, I when I opened it, I had one of my purple sticky notes already to it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna read that passage, whichever one I opened up first, right? All right, so. Before the influence of hip hop and the emergence of music videos had an impact on black hair, reggae music began painting popularity in America, and with it came the introduction of dreadlocks. Dreadlocks, the style popularized by Rastafarians, are the result of hair that has not been combed and has grown into rope-like pieces. The word dreadlocks signifies, according to Tracy Nicholas's Rastafari, a way of life, unholy people's fear of the dreadful power of the holy. Woo! Hold on, rewind. If y'all know poetry, when they got something to say and people want to hear it again, we say rewind. The word dreadlock signifies, according to Tracy Nicholas's Rastafari, a way of life, unholy people's fear of the dreadful power of the holy. The name derives from the days of the slave trade. When Africans emerged from the slave ships after months spent in conditions adverse to any personal hygiene, whites would declare the matted hair that had grown out of their kinky, unattended locks to be dreadful. For that reason, many today wearing the style choose to drop the A in dreadlock to remove all negative connotations. And side note, this is not something that's written in the book. Some of them drop, some of us drop the dread and just call it locks because that's essentially what it is, locks. And I like their use of the word ropes, but we are gonna keep it with locks. Anyways, back to what she actually wrote, what they actually wrote. <clears throat> the Rastafarian religion adopted the hairstyle out of admiration and reverence for the fearless resistance of the Kikuyu soldiers of the Mau Mau rebellion in Kenya, who wore their hair in the style while fighting British colonizers in the 1950s. Woo! Rasta commitment to dreadlocks is also based on an interpretation of three scriptures from the Bible. Leviticus 19.27, Leviticus 21.5, and Numbers 6.5, in which it is stated that hair should not be cut on the head or the face. Rastafarians see dreads as an indisputable racial characteristic, meaning that only black people, because of the texture of their hair, can grow them without resorting to unusual means. Simply by washing the hair and letting it be, black people can end up with dreadlocks. As reggae music, and especially the music of Jamaican Rastafari and Bob Marley became popular outside of the Caribbean, dreadlocks were introduced to the rest of the world. Many of those in the United States who grew the style in the early to mid eighties did so because they were dabbling in Rastafarianism. Yet it is the story of a Philadelphia organization called MOVE that exemplifies how many Americans, both black and white, initially saw dreads. Among significant segments of the population, the style was not appreciated, but was seen instead as unhygienic, militant, 
and aggressive. Hmm. Move originally called the American Christian Movement for Life was founded in the early 70s by a, a man named John Africa. His birth name was Vincent Lepard. In keeping with their leader's philosophy of getting back to nature, Move members who all took the last name Africa were encouraged to eat only raw vegetables and were prohibited from using soap, electric heat, and other inventions of a modern society. Move followers were also required to wear their hair in dreadlocks as a symbol of their overall commitment to living a natural life. Again, that's just a page. I like to read to you guys. I love reading out loud. I've always really loved it. It's <laughs> one of my things I love. In fact, when I was a kid, I used to record myself. Oh my God. And oh my God, this is crazy. I used to record myself narrating the Ruby, the VC Andrews series, you know, uh, Ruby, which actually just became a movie series on Lifetime. And I was reading those books from 11 and 12. So 20 years ago, finally, the movies came to life. But I used to record myself on a little tape recorder, narrating myself, reading her books out loud. So that's why I love narration, guys. But definitely check out Hair Story if you haven't already. It's a beautiful book, just kind of delving into black hair which has always been just a beautiful thing. Don't let them tell you differently. And so that's what led me to come, you know, talk about this topic. Let me get into this topic. I gotta do it, you know? In every other culture, I'm sorry, I'm putting on Carmex for the people that are listening without the video. In other people's cultures, their dominant beauty style, their dominant beauty standards, their dominant beauty is dominant. Their natural beauty, I'm sorry, their natural beauty is dominant. You know, Latinos, they're, they're the way, however they are naturally is dominant. They're not going and seeking other people's, they're not coming over here locking their hair, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the, 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 the those people that you love, those Kardashians, they, that they're, they're following their natural beauty standards, their dominant natural beauty standards. But still, even though we, uh, you know, as black women have understood the ways that we were taught to go against our hair and, and, and be conditioned against our hair, I still notice that it's still not a dominant, you know, wearing their, nat wearing their natural hair is still not a dominant, you know, uh, 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 style in the community, mostly. Um, and, you know, and, and that to me is kind of interesting. And what I mean by dominant natural, your, 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 your culture's dominant natural beauty standards is for black people, that would be locks. That would be kinky hair. That would be curly hair. That would be braids. That'd be your natural hair. And instead, it's still just like, it just seems like uh, our culture is still, you know, especially the women, still just kind of only 20% of the time wearing their hair and then 80% of the time wearing somebody else's hair. And it, essentially, that is somebody else's beauty standards. That's somebody that's, you know, those are different beauty standards that you're exalting over your own. You're just looking in the mirror and you're saying to yourself, yeah, I mean, I like my hair, but it's just too much work. And it's really not. I mean, what hair is it? You spend hours putting makeup on, you could spend hours doing your hair, right? And so, um, you know, when we realized that we were conditioned and talked out of our beautiful hair, noses, and looks, while other cultures took from some of that, I went back and took my shit back. And, and I started to wear my shit 100% of the time because I haven't worn a weave since I went natural several years ago, since I started wearing my natural hair. It wasn't going back and forth with me. And I'm not knocking people that go back and forth with it. But what I'm saying is, is that your culture's natural beauty standards should be dominant in your appearance, not you constantly putting on uh, somebody else's hair on top of your hair. It's crazy. Um, you know, you tell some, 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 some women in, you know, our community that their hair is one of their most powerful assets, you know, when it's most natural and they stay on their ball headed path <laughs> of just, you know, ignoring the beauty in your own standards. Can you, do you realize that if, 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 if you wore more of your standards hair, they'd probably be wearing it more. I went to, you know, Santo Domingo a couple years ago, and there were so many European there, women there with braids in their hair, you know? Imagine if you wore your kinky hair. And I know you don't be always wanting to comb through it, but there's ways to get your curls to be loose. But again, you know what I'm saying? Why not? 
wear your hair more. And I'm more so talking about, I guess, the people that are in the Matrix still. You know, the the people that are portrayed on these, you know, uh, reality shows and these movies. You know, and I see women that are that embrace it, but it just still seems like there's the, you know, obsession with the wigs and the weaves and other people's hair on top of your head. You know, you gotta be nice to your scalp. Your scalp know when you don't like her. That this our our hair picks up energy. Our hair defies gravity. That's why there's always been a target on our hair's back. So when you're sitting there looking at your hair saying, damn, oh God, this is just uh, too much. Your scalp like, damn, honestly, it's energy. So just start telling your hair you love it. You gotta start looking at yourself. If you're still having a problem with embracing your natural beauties on at least a 80% scale, <laughs> if we're talking percentages of how much you love your natural beauty, then start telling you yourself that you love your hair more than anything. You gotta be nice to your body. Just like you gotta tell your body and your, you know, if you wanna heal yourself, you can literally tell your body, hey, I need you to get it together over here. Stop talking crazy to your hair if you're still having a cultural issue, or I'm sorry, if you're still having an issue with the hair. We know that they conditioned us against our hair. Now that you know, like I said, take your shit back. Find you a coconut oil that gonna make you feel comfortable combing through it. You know, find you something. All right? It's too easy. All right, and so for the last segment of the show, guys. <laughs> Thank you for rocking with me. It's about an hour, not too long, not too heavy. Now, for the next episode, I'll finally be introducing a couple guest co-hosts so the show might get a little bit longer. But when I'm by myself, I think it's gonna be always at an hour, which is a good a good little bit of time or whatever. All right, so for the last segments of episode two, it's my good word. All right, now last episode, I talked about normalizing, celebrating each other and really actually saying it, not just standing there and looking stupid when somebody says they're gonna do something, say something. Somebody said, you know, but anyways, that was last week. I'm not going to, I'm not, look, I started to talk about that again. But this week, I want to still talk about normalizing. Um, normalize agreeing to disagree, ladies and gentlemen. It's okay. It's okay. You can um, agree to disagree. We don't have to keep trying to force, trying to keep, you know, or get somebody to really understand if, if you know, or, or if they, you know, and at some point you understand that there's no receptivity there, just, you know, agree to disagree. Sometimes at some point you just have to go ahead and keep it pushing. Normalize agreeing to disagree. Quiet as it's kept, we have the free will to choose anything that we want to do. Okay. <laughs> we have the free will to choose, um, you know, how to think. We have the free will to choose how to move. We have the free will to choose how to speak. Um, and so if a motherfucker wants to, uh, uh, you know, talk and speak a certain way, then they can. And if a motherfucker chooses not to do that, they can. <laughs> and if a motherfucker chooses to agree to disagree, then let's, let's normalize that. We don't have to keep trying to, you don't understand. Sometimes they probably not going to understand. Let's just keep it pushing around here. At some point we have to understand that sometimes it's a good idea to keep things pushing. Right? So that's my good word, you guys. You know, it's a lot going on in the world. And um, like, like I say in that song, with me be free, but everybody just be free. <laughs> be free, guys. Be excited and live your life and normalize allowing people to have, or not even allowing, just normalize understanding that everybody is different and everybody is always doing their own thing and everybody's evolving too and evolve is and evolving and changing is necessary right anyways that is my time with you guys this has been another episode of the goody jar blog presents story time with naya Thank you for listening. I love you so much. Um, and I'll check you soon on episode three, coming real soon. I'm going to close out with my song, Feather. And like I said, 
Everything you need from me is available at www.niagood.com. I'll see you next time. Peace, loves. Mm-hmm. <laughs>